0: Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn Miles is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of Autumn Miles Ministries and the author of Appointed and I Am Rahab. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God, coupled with raw faith. Now, here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. How are you guys doing out there today? It's going to be a good day. I got a joke. As promised, I have a joke. Let me find it. I did a joke yesterday, and I don't know about you, but I, I have just been laughing about it. Do uh, you know ever since? Okay. I hope this doesn't offend anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, here's my joke. How do you season steak? I don't know, Autumn. How do you season steak? <laughs> With Lot's wife. She get it? Yes. Yeah. Isn't that hilarious? That's a good way to... Well- <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if that's like wrong or what but i think that's pure comedy what do you think do you think it's funny pure comedy, pure comedy. Pure comedy. <laughs> he thinks my jokes are stupid you guys he totally <laughs> thinks they're stupid that's okay we're having fun on the Mall show you know what that one is for free how to season steak with lot's wife um God bless her heart. Anyways, moving on. We have an awesome show for you guys today. Oh, it's so fun to hear from you guys. Look us up on Facebook. Autumn Miles. Believe it or not, I don't just have a daily radio show. I, um, not just I, we, we, we huge team of people. Um, we put out videos on a regular basis um, that encourage you that are just really little snippets of um, just they come directly from my quiet time. Honestly, um, it's not a YouTube. Well, we actually have a YouTube channel, too, but but I, I do a lot of my activity on Facebook. It's where all of my spiritual inspiration sort of goes. Um, I invite you to like us, look us up, send me a message. Tell me what's going on in your life. We have tons of people, not tons, a few people <laughs> that uh, check the messages every single day and respond. And, you know, they get messages to me and, and things like that. So we would love to have you part of our family. Uh, we don't call them followers. We call them family. Um, it's just, you know, we have thousands and thousands of uh family members out there and we love them so much. Also, you can follow over on Instagram. I do most of my personal stuff there. Like there's a gajillion pictures of my kids and my husband and you know, all that kind of stuff. But we do do some ministry stuff over there too. Would love to hear from you. Reach out to us. If you want to send us an email, you can email hello at autumn miles.com. Also, if you would like to receive updates, you can go to autumn and just put in the little, I don't even know what it is. I don't even know what it is. There is a click here button where you can put uh, your net, your email in and we will send you, you know, the latest and greatest things happening with our ministry. I also want to encourage you guys to give it's the end of the year. You know, my husband and I have been praying um, specifically Lord, how do you want us to give at the end of this year? If we go to an awesome church, um, but Lord, where, and how do you want us to give? Um, giving is one of those things that is really an overflow of your heart. It's, it's worship. It's one of the ways that we worship the Lord. Uh, and I would just ask you, you know, if our ministry has blessed you or if you have been encouraged in any way whatsoever, we would be honored just to be considered. Uh, several people have given, you know, and we, we appreciate you guys so much, but understand that, the gospel is being shared, and um, we, we hear from people every single day that our ministry has changed their way of thinking, and we just love that. The goal of our ministry is to speak bold truth, bold with a boldness, um, not stagnated, not super, I like to call it greasy, not super produced. I am who I am. We are who we are. We're sinful people that have been saved by grace. Um, But we want to proclaim the bold truth of God's word, not my truth, not my thoughts, not our team's thoughts of God's word. And I think that's refreshing in our world that is just kind of saturated with political correctness all the time. And you have to be really greasy and really produced. No, we're just about bold truth. And we're about people stepping out an unproduced faith, uh, faith that's not super greasy, super put together, but it is a step of faith. And we believe that God catches our steps every time we do that. So that's what our ministry is about. That is my PSA for the day. I want to get into what we're going to talk about um, today. Are you in the middle of something? Um, I personally am in the middle of writing my second book. That I am so pumped for it to come out. Um, Huge announcement. The name of my new book is called I Am Rahab. Get ready to hear a bunch about it and probably make you sick because I'll talk about it so much. Uh, But, but you know what? God, God has given me this concept he actually gave it to me a couple of years ago and I'm in the middle of, of writing it in the middle. It will come out in August of 2018 and you know, we're going to have a big party book release party. It's going to be awesome. You all will be invited. It'll be so, so cool. Um, But I just want to let you guys know I'm in the middle. I'm not, you know, I got 13 chapters to write. I'm about halfway there. God has really been speaking to me. It's been amazing. But I am in the middle of that process. Do you find yourself in the middle of something today? You're in the middle of raising little kids, mom. Maybe you're on your way to pick them up from preschool right now. They're not babies, but they're not. School age either they're in the middle which means they're probably about three and that age can be so challenging now they're cute and squishy when they're little tiny tiny newborns and then they they're they're cute when they're one and then you gotta like pfft, potty train them and that's not cute and they have to start learning boundaries you have to discipline them you have to tell them no they have to go in time out stand in the corner i stood in the corner for hours when i was little with my nose in the corner you guys remember that dan did you ever stand in the corner i was always a good kid <laughs> he was perfect he was like jesus <laughs> okay well I wasn't I stood in the corner and um you know that age is so precious but so challenging and you find yourself in the middle mom who gave up your dream of changing the world to have little kids um it's challenging you might find yourself in the middle of um an engagement. And I and I say this because I know there's a, a great age range that listens to our show. Um, as Christians, we believe, especially in my house, we believe that sexual purity is important. And for you engaged couples out there, as a believer, you've gotten engaged and you're about halfway through until the wedding day, and you find yourself in the middle being tempted. To compromise sexually. I'm just going to put it out there. That's my bold truth right there. God sees that you are in the middle. Um, You know, I think of the business owner that started so strong in creating and starting a business. Start so well. And now you're in about year four and you're like, oh, this grind is killing me. You are in the middle of that. Well, guess what? That's what the show is going to be centered around today. You've worked so hard to get where you are. You've waited. You've stepped out in faith. And as I was writing my book the other day, this is the passage of scripture um, that I actually opened up Two. Now, let me set this up for you. This is Joshua. He has taken command of the nation of Israel. Um, Moses has passed away. And here we see them standing at the, the, the brink of the Jordan river. Um, God, and I actually did a message on this. I think last year, a couple of years ago it was, it was, um, I, I really went into depth on all of this. Uh, look it up on our podcast. I'm sure it's on our podcast about, uh, the mem- memorial stones and stuff like that in Joshua chapter four. But when I needed this word, God gave it back to me. Isn't it interesting how sometimes you'll read a word and you'll get you'll read the word and you'll get a message out of it. And God really. A couple weeks ago, gave me this message from this passage. So here the nation of Israel is standing there and God has pushed back the water. So he has he has literally made dry ground um, happen for them again. He did it. At the Red Sea he's doing it at the Jordan. And the nation of Israel is walking across and they're headed to their promised land. Engaged couple, you're headed to your wedding date. OK, you can see it. They could see the promised land from the other side of the Jordan. They they had a tangible view of what they were about to head into. Um, but they had to pass through the Jordan first. And this is what happened. So. The priest who carried the ark were standing in the middle of the Jordan until everything was completed that the Lord had commanded Joshua to speak to the people. According to all that Moses had commanded Joshua and the people hurried across. So here we have, all of these uh, people waiting to go, and 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 the way the story reads, um, the priest went ahead first, carrying the ark of the covenant, which enclosed, which and represented the very spirit of God. They went first. And they didn't go all the way across. I think this is so interesting. Now, we know from the story of Rahab um, that they had sent spies into the land and, you know, all of all of that sort of thing. Um, But they hadn't gone all the way through. They stopped in the middle. The priests stopped there. And the Ark of the Covenant rested there. In the middle and watch the people walk through. I find this so awesome. Hear these priests. Are watching, and you know, you know, you can just picture the nation of Israel, and I don't. Who knows who was the first people in line? Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe it was the young teenagers that just love new stuff, and they were sitting there. I mean, go with me here creatively. Um, maybe it was the the marathon runners uh, that you know, love to run marathons or half marathons or whatever, Iron Man, maybe those were the ones in the front, you know, or maybe they let the kids go in the front. I don't know. You kind of always let your kids go first. Who knows? But as soon as they got the go ahead the priests were stationed in the middle. Now, when they started off, they started off no doubt strong and so incredibly excited. Now, the Jordan was I was around about a mile wide, so that is a that's a really really good walk, you know, especially for a little kid. I know my kids. We took them tr- trick or treating a few weeks ago, and about house number two, my my little baby daughter was looking up at me, saying, "Hold you, hold you." They don't say "hold me," they say "hold you" because We look at them and say, you want me to hold you? So they think it's hold you. So she is saying, hold you, mommy, hold you. I mean, they can't even make it around our block without hold you. But they leave our house running like they could run a marathon, you guys. And that's kind of how I picture the nation of Israel. They are stepping into this probably squishy, puddle-filled dirt Bottom of the Jordan River, but they are running. And about a half mile in, it's almost as if I could see them getting a little tired. Because, you know, running a half mile, that, unless you're like, I don't know, Lance Armstrong or something, you, that'll tire you out. At least it tires me out. You're getting a little tired slow down a little bit, and it's so beautiful that God did not leave these priests at the beginning of the walk or at the end of the walk. As soon as these Israelites got weary, they were able to look and see the reminder of why they were going all the way across. Wasn't at the end, it wasn't at the beginning. And it's so interesting to me how God stationed the Ark and the priest directly in the middle. Why? Because he knows how he makes us humans. He knows how we were created. He knows where our weaknesses are. He knows that perseverance most of the time is not a super strong trait. He knows about halfway through uh, a task that he asks us to do, we start getting weary. We start getting discouraged. We start getting depressed. We start questioning. We start wondering, did God actually say what he said? Did I make that up? Did I pull that out of thin air? What am I doing? He knows. That right in the middle is where you need to know that his presence resides. His power is stationed. You can look to him if you are in the middle and you can know that, yes, he did call you there. You are going to finish the race. You are going to finish the course. You are going to be okay. Not because of you, not because of your strength, but because God is literally standing there in the middle calling you cheering you on saying go for it i have plans for you the promised land is just a just a half mile away the promised land awaits you if you could just get through to the other side you who are in the middle understand so is god and he sent spies over into the land and the land is good and it is fruitful and it is there for you. But if you give up in the middle, how are you ever going to know that? There's a girl named Rahab that's just waiting to drop her scarlet cord. You're going to march around Jericho and it's going to implode after seven times of, of marching on the seventh day. It is there for you, but you have to get through this middle section in order to see it, in order to taste the grapes, in order to possess the land. You have got to get through the middle. Oh, it's there. You might not be in their mind, but God's already seen it. God already knows. Which is why he stations himself in the middle. You know, we uh, I just want to remind you who you're listening to today before I, I move on. Um. You're listening to the autumn with the autumn miles show. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're about bold truth. We're about raw faith. And today we're talking about, are you in the middle of something? You're discouraged. You've lost hope. You're about to give up. You're tired. Oh my goodness. If I had a dime for every time I said I was tired, you're tired. You're weary. You're exhausted. You fought. You fought. But you find yourself in the middle with really no end in sight. God stands right there with you in the middle. Um, we're talking about Joshua 4, verse 10. For the priest who carried the ark were standing in the middle of the Jordan until everything was completed that the Lord had commanded Joshua to speak to the people. According to all that Moses had commanded Joshua. You know how long God stands there in the middle? Until everything is completed that the Lord wants done. According to Joshua 4.10. How long is he going to stand in the middle? Until everything is completed that the Lord wants done. That's how long he's going to stand in the middle. Here's the thing about God. He's patient with us in the middle. He understands that we're frustrated and disappointed in the middle. He is not going to leave the middle until you leave the middle. He understands that, that that we are flesh and we have weaknesses when we are standing in the middle of a process that we just can't seem to muster up the encouragement to get through. He stands there until Everything is completed that he wants completed. That God stands there. Even when you move on, God stands there. It's interesting to me that um, it says in verse 11, when all the people had finished crossing, the ark of the Lord and the priest crossed before the people. After everyone was through on the other side, that's when God came behind uh, the ark and, and the priest came behind them and sandwiched in the process of walking through the Jordan. The priests went ahead, they stopped in the middle, and then when everyone had crossed, he came behind them. So you think you're out there, you're hanging out and you're doing this on your own. You think you're out there and I'm hanging out in the middle. I'm so discouraged, I'm so frustrated. What you don't understand is that the Holy Spirit of God has encapsulated your process. You are just not... Tapping into the resource of the spirit of God to encourage you during your process. The other day when I was writing my book and I'm so pumped, I was thinking, Lord, I have absolutely no creative process here. I I, I have to work in a certain way creatively that like if you were to look at my notes, you would laugh because they are illegible to anyone other than me. And I was working through my own creative process. And I've learned over the years what my own creative process is. And I knew this particular morning, I was feeling like there was a block, like there was something I just couldn't get there creatively. I couldn't move past where I was in the middle of this process. And um, I, I got myself away, started praying, Lord, you're the only one that can ignite this. Tapped into the power of the Holy Spirit of God that resides inside of me via his Holy Spirit. And it was that day. I think I started at like uh, one, uh, maybe one, maybe two o'clock in the afternoon. I wrote well into the night and finished one of my favorite chapters so far. Tap in if you are in the middle today and you need God's power, you need his encouragement, you need his might, you need his strength, you need whatever it is. Tap into the resource. It's available. It's waiting. He's standing there. He's ready to encapsulate you with his spirit, give you the strength to move forward and to finish off that process to the other side of the Jordan. But are you taking him up on that process? He's there. He's there, even when it feels like he isn't. Of course, he, the um, nation made it to the other side and it's a beautiful story. But that one particular verse stuck out to me a couple of days ago. And I believe very, very clearly, I believe that the spirit of God wants to talk to someone who is listening today about this one thing. He's standing there in the middle. He went before Don't give up. You're still going to get your promise. This process is so important for you to be able to handle your promise. It was interesting. I don't even, I, I know that the nation of Israel would not have been able to really possess and dispossess the nations. If they had not learned that there was a faithful God before they even got to the promised land, there was a process of dispossessing, dispossessing the nations that were already residing in the promised land. They had to go in and dispossess them so they could possess the promised land. The faith that they needed to do that, they didn't have in Egypt. It was developed on the way To the promised land. What people don't understand is that the promised land takes a lot more faith than the process to it. And you have to learn through your Red Seas, through your Jordans, through your manas, through your quails, through your shoes not wearing out that that God is faithful and a Vicky and take care of the little things. He will take care of you when you are going into your promised land to possess and dispossess the nations that um, already reside there. The Jordan was a piece, a very valuable, needed piece in the process to develop their faith to get them through the battle of Jericho, the battle of AI and all the other battles that they had to fight when they were there. I um, just want to tell you our whole team loves you guys today. I hope this, this message encouraged you. I hope that you are living out this bold truth, raw faith message um, that we are in, so passionate about and very intentional and very strategic about because we believe that in our culture, everyone needs to know the truth, the encouragement, the hope of God's word. Um, So I thank you for listening today. You can catch me right back here on The Autumn Mile Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Mile Show is listener supported and your donation to keep her on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn Miles' book, Appointed. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening and join us next time for The Autumn Mile Show on The Word 100.7 FM.